Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Writer's Room. And today I'm doing something a a little bit different rather than kind of tutoring you on uh, aspects of writing. I'm going to look at some stories, uh, well two films specifically, and I'm going to look at why they didn't work. And these are, one is quite notorious for, for being quite a letdown, and the other one is one I saw recently and had some quite obvious major faults that could have been corrected so easily. Um, so, first ones I'm going to look at is the Star Wars prequels. So Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Two stories that didn't work. I mean, when they were released, I loved them, but that's because I was 11 years old when The Phantom Menace came out, and it was it was my childhood. But now watching it now, it, it frustrates me how, how many things there are that are just so easily done, easily fixable. For example, so here's some here's some things that didn't work for me. Three things that didn't work. Um, the rule of three. So things are done in threes. There's always a sequence of three. And if you look at the final act of the Phantom Menace, in the final fight, so in in Act Three where they have the big fight, we have the army between the Gungans and the droids. We have the fight between Darth Maul and the Jedi. So that's two. Third, when they have the fight in space that takes place where Anakin uh, blows some stuff up. That's three. And then number four, we have Padme and the rest of them going to confront the Trade Federation. That is four things going on at the same time. A lot of you, a lot of your audience will watch this and will probably unconsciously know it doesn't work, won't be able to tell why, but that's because... There's always a secret formula with threes. Things are always done in threes. And there's a reason you do them in threes. Because that's that's how they feel easy. It's, it's a lot going on in this. Where there's four things going on at the same time instead of three. There's also a huge lack of show don't tell. <coughs> Although this is something you, you, you talk about in books. In terms of showing it. But still you can't use dialogue to say, I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling this way, you've got to show it. You can use dialogue if it's in the subtext. And in Attack of the Clones in episode 2, Anakin discusses his feelings for Padme in such brutal honesty and openness that no one ever uses. At the beginning, he's in the lift with Obi-Wan talking about how it's how he's, how he's feeling about speaking to Padme. Why not show us this? Why have him telling us at Obi-Wan how he's feeling about it? Why not do something to show us, show us that he's nervous? Perhaps going, is Padme going to be there? Okay. And he's feeling nervous. Um, instead of him just blurting out his feelings later on, show us. Because instead, Anakin the character ends up as quite whiny. He ends up as a whiny, moaning character. It's quite annoying. Instead of a character that's quite compelling that he needed to be for this series. He spoke too much about how he felt. The audience don't want to be drip-fed. They want to be able to figure things out for themselves. And the third and final thing. No one had the guts to say any of this to George Lucas. If you watch behind the scenes where they're watching these, doing the test, the films... And you watch George Lucas sat with a group of other people in in like a little cinema theatre. You can see the looks on their faces, their nervous shits. They all know that it's rubbish. But none of them seem to have the guts to tell him. 
And I also think that's what's happened with a lot of Stephen King's later books. So his early books like Carrie the Shining, he had editors who would probably tear them apart and tell him what he needed to do. His later books, let's be honest, are a lot more boring and aren't as compelling. I don't know if you read Sleeping Beauties, but my god, that was just so difficult to get through. And it's because no one has the guts to tell them. And that's why it's really important that you, however successful you become, have an editor or someone who will give you brutal feedback. And another uh, film that I watched recently is The Curse of La Llorona that's out at the cinemas at the moment, which is a horror film. Um, even if you haven't seen it, there's a pretty big error in terms of the characters. So there is a man that they get to help help them in the final act um, get rid of this entity that's that's in their house. And this man was told to go to them by a man in the church. We had seen this man once before at a glance in a church. That was it. We had no reference who this man is. Yet this man is going to play a huge vital part in saving these people. Yet they just seem to pluck this man who had this ability out of thin air. And this man then, as as also feeling quite contrived in that way, had no personal interest or motivation in helping this family. Every character has to have a refusal before they get their call to adventure. When they went to this man, they said, can you come help us? And he said, no, no, I can't help you. Then he looked at the daughter, the daughter looked at him and was like, okay, I'm going to help you. That wasn't a big enough divine intervention. That wasn't enough to get rid of his refusal. And then he enters this battle with a demon in their home and there is nothing compelling him to stay there. He has no personal investment or no personal motivation to help this family. At any point, he could just leave and it would have no effect on him. He could leave and it would do nothing. There was nothing compelling him here. And this happens in a lot of lot of horror writers get annoyed that mobile phones can now mean that if you're in a haunted house, if you've got a mobile phone, you can just call out. But if a mobile phone is the only thing that's keeping you from getting help, the only thing that's compelling you to stay and help, then it's not enough motivation. What they could have done is have this man as a crazy kind of hermit man that they avoided in the street, that lives down the road and the characters avoided, and then they ended up having to go to him for help, and it turns out he was a crazy hermit man because the same demon had hurt his children many years ago, then that would give him a personal tie to helping his family. That means that when he was fighting this demon, he would not just be able to walk away. But, as it was, at any point, this man could have just walked out of the house, stopped helping the family, and it would have no effect on him whatsoever. Which is a huge lesson that your character needs to have a personal tie or personal motivation keeping him to the task that he has set. Um, And that is very important. So for me this week, and if you're watched on video from Rosie, (laughs) good luck with your writing and I will see you next week.